the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Face Merrick Garland needs to be removed from office today as he sits on Mount High and announces that he will use his office as a weapon against political dissent against a mafia party called Democrats. It is a mafia party. And the reality of Oath Keepers being convicted under something called seditious conspiracy is rich, to say the least. Because seditious conspiracy should be the official name of the Democrat mafia. This is what they've done. They've undermined and backdoor nationalized sectors of our economy, sectors of our banking, our entire health care system, weaponized bureaucracies to squash any resistance to the corrupt political party, the gangster government that is Washington, D.C., as we devolve into a third world banana republic. And... They release talking points, so they're strongholds of corruption, they're sewers of control, all launch the same attack simultaneously. And that's going to bring us right back home to the sewer of corruption, Illinois, which I was so excited to fly out of the $100 billion corrupt O'Hare Airport today. But their foot soldiers are scattered throughout Illinois government, whether they be Cook County, Crook County, DuPage County, Sewer of Chicago with Lori Lightfoot with her shaved-in male pattern baldness. Or somebody who is right out of Mao Zedong. And I think her name is actually Denise Wang. Illinois House Democrat has filed a proposal that would prohibit people from using alleged false or misleading statements to affect the outcomes of political campaigns. WGEM Capitol Bureau Chief Mike Militich is live in Springfield tonight with the latest on this. Hello, Mike. Daniel McKenzie, the evening. Representative Denise Sombeck says people are exhausted from the misinformation and divisiveness. See, this is the Springfield thing. Her name is Denise Wang. Her father is a direct transplant from communist Chinese. Denise Wang. Stonebreaker is her married name. That doesn't mean Jack. She is a Maoist, and she proves it with what she wants to misuse the government for, which I am looking forward to, and I hope to God I'm the first one these communist bastards target. Because my 380 pounds of free legal advice, I'll trim that son of a gun down 100 pounds. We're going to go to war with these imbeciles who are going to misuse law. Law is my shield. Now, you can bastardize it in these sewers of corruption. But ultimately, this country is built on freedom. And when I call you a mafia led by a butter-handed corrupt trust fund baby, I'm ready to prove it. 
which they've seen in recent elections. She hopes to combat misleading statements and mudslinging by updating the prohibitions and penalties article of the state's election code. Under her plan, people could be charged with a Class A misdemeanor for knowingly and recklessly making, publishing, broadcasting, or circulating false or misleading statements about candidates or elected officials. See, now the funny thing is, the Democrat mafia is built on lies and nothing that comes out of their mouth. By the way, she doesn't have an upper lip. Have you seen this chick, squirrel? Very unattractive. She's got a mouth like an envelope. I hate these lipless communist bastards. So this particular lipless bastard is going to is prepared to use law to squash the truth in the party built on lies. Nothing they've said, no plan they've implemented, no campaign speech has ever had one instant of truth. That's why they're all scrambling now to cover up what they snuck through in the dark of night called the Safety Act, which is a pay-to-play scheme for their foot soldiers of the gangster disciples. Anyone violating that change could also be sued civilly. All of this disinformation and hateful language uh, is really resulting in disgusted and frustrated voters that I think we've all seen um, and is causing the public to become distrustful of government and politics in general. You're a pack of liars and frauds from that fat beanbag slob governor lying through his mouth from the time he ran about the financial status of a broke, bankrupt state. Built on fraud, inside deals, and welfare. And this is a dangerous thing for our democracy. Stomach says there are similar laws blocking misinformation and false campaign statements in 27 other... That is not true, number one. This is not her father's China, the Maoist scums that they are. This is America. And when I point to you and I say, hey, lipless communist... And you prove it by implementing a law to stifle my opinion and my speech. And now you're willing to go to court? I want to go to court. Please, please pass this law, you Madigan wannabe gangsters calling yourselves Democrats. Pass it. I can't wait to go to court. States. Illinois has a code of fair campaign practices, but it is voluntary. Stomach says her bill would make that ethical practice mandatory for anyone running for office in Illinois. For now, reporting live in Springfield, Mike Miltich, WGM News. You know, it's funny, this mandatory, 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 mandatory. We've told ourselves for decades that we're a land of freedom and liberty. How can we have so many things that are mandatory, mandatory, mandatory? The idea that they are attacking the First Amendment on one side where you cannot speak it and on the other side where you cannot assemble which is what Merrick Garland is prepared to use where if you're not one of these communist apparatchiks of the ACLU ironically called the Civil Liberties Union which is littered with fascist second generation Marxists and the very kind of communists who want to stifle free speech as they're all lawyers you're starting to see what kind of a country you're living in and where it's going This is a big moment in our country's history. It is the first time in 27 years that we have seen a successful sedition prosecution. And it has been 68 years since we have seen Americans convicted of sedition. Four more members... The reason is it's built on free speech, you moron, bubblehead, talking mannequin. And the other thing that's that's interesting to me, that is exactly what the Chinese Communist Party is charging the, the protesters that they're not killing as we speak.
with the same crime. Do you understand that? That corrupt communist government labels those people who are chanting for their own freedom to be taken off of house arrest, to have the right to assemble, to have the right to leave their house, to have the services that government is supposed to provide. They're chanting for freedom. The Chinese communists are charging them with sedition as the American communists are charging us with sedition. Ironically, this time in Illinois, you get an old China descendant, Denise Wang. The Oath Keepers go to trial next week on similar charges. And in just a few weeks, another jury will have another chance to weigh in on the question of whether a different militia group is also guilty of sedition for its actions on January 6th. So what you're going to have to do now is what people who long to be free in the Soviet Union did. Not, not like Cuba where you have to jump on a firestone. Not yet. But you're going to have to stop meeting and advertising it. You're going to have to go underground because this gangster government is willing, ready, and they are able to attack you. They are able to strip away your money, your freedom. They are able to tie you up in court because the government is the one that is practicing sedition. Sedition of the principles of Americanism, of the principles of the Republic. This is what it sounds like when they openly lie. I'm, I'm wondering as I listen to KJP today. As you listen to this dimwit in diapers that they, they, they insist as a president, as you listen to them, would they be charged with lying, campaign lying? Because everything that comes out of their mouth is an absolute unmitigated lie. In fact, one third of the core inflation last year is because of the price of automobiles. They couldn't get the computer chips, so they couldn't make the automobiles. So the price of the fuel automobiles that are being made went way up. Forgive him. He can't articulate. It's the dementia squirrel. I keep telling you. The single words cannot be enunciated because his dementia kicks in. Like when he's walking and he holds his hands like skis and the face with no blinking and the glazed look in his eye. He's riddled with it. And this is more bull dung that he was spewing before the dementia kicked in. Because the reason that inflation kicked in and your groceries shot up 30% was not because used cars and chips. It was because of energy policies as they destroyed American energy sector to backdoor nationalize it which is what they do. It was 10 days ago the president again said, President Biden, maybe you, you, you try to talk him out of it. I don't know. I don't know what you do when he says it. But when he says we're going to end drilling uh, domestically, that causes the major oil producers to not want to invest long term. It, it, how can you give me you say we like them we want them to produce give me a number on on how long do you want them to do it for five more years for 10 more years how long will we need these major oil producers to keep drilling what what does he mean we're going to end drilling when well eventually we are we're going to be phasing out uh the use what of oil eventually? that's just so you cannot phase out the use of oil, you fracking imbeciles that are not skulking housewife communists. You see, because oil is the common denominator of everything, you fracking morons. Not to mention, your so-called alternative options don't work. And they're all built with oil as the common denominator, you imbeciles. How much oil you think's in a windmill, squirrel? I say hundreds of barrels. Let's look that up, shall we? In the meantime, this is all a lie. Everything that comes out of Hochstein's mouth, everything that comes out of Biden's mouth, everything that comes out of KJP's mouth, everything that comes out of Fetzo Pritzker and that moron with her shaved male pattern baldness, Lori Lightfoot. By the way, what's the other guy's name? Chewy? If anybody should be called Chewy in the mayor's race in Chicago, shouldn't it be Chewy Lightfoot? I don't know. 
eventually. Because you're not going to want to invest any money in, in doing this if it's two or three years from now, or even five years almost. So I don't think we're talking about two, three years. We're talking about longer than that. And as you know well, the production in the United States, onshore production in the United States is short cycle, relatively short cycle production. There can be investments and recovery of those investments happens at a much uh, shorter cycle than offshore. That's a lie as well. That's a lie as well. What he's talking about is the strategic investment and the strategic pumping and manufacturing and pulling out and liquefied natural gas and the rest of it of American energy companies. And what they know, these brilliant son of a guns, is they were right to diversify into the alternative energy scheme, which is propped up on government spending, because that's what our economy is now. That's why the stock market rallied 700 points on Jerome Powell. It didn't rally because anybody is earning more money or any company has a brighter future. It rallied because there was a promise and innuendo that there would be more money printing targeted towards the most corrupt among us. And at the same time that was going on, one of the, if you think she's honest, greatest traders in stock market history. If you can read and think and have an IQ over 60, she's an inside trading political whore. Was talking about how wonderful it is to have a propped up middle class. Madam Speaker, under President Joe Biden, we've had the most pro-union administration in history. Indeed, he chose a labor secretary and Secretary Marty Walsh, who has deep personal roots in organized labor, joining Labor Laborers Union Local 223 at age 21. Yeah, more propaganda. He's a extortion, a labor extortion mafia member, like every single one of the upper echelon in these syndicates called labor. Madam Speaker, today we are here to safeguard the financial security of America's families, to protect American economy as it continues to recover, and avert a devastating nationwide rail shutdown. We all know that for too long the railroads ownership have made obscene profits on the backs of workers. The only thing that's ever made obscene profits on the back of workers is called the government, you extortionist whore. That's the only thing. And as far as the middle class, it was the strongest when your organized syndicates of unions were at their weakest before this dimwit in diapers and his crooked, wrinkled ass was able to steal the election. But now you got it in there and you're going to build from the middle out and the bottom up and that, 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 that. What you're doing is your back door building a Soviet society that exists on corruption and fraud. Selling out to Wall Street and its outrageous precision scheduled railroading. They've you know what that is, Squirrel? Precision scheduled railroading? That's when you don't depend on these union hacks. That's when you fire each and every one of their lazy, useless, extortionist asses and you automate it so that the, no organized syndicate can ever threaten to bring down the American economy again because that's how they got what they wanted. And what did they get? Slashed jobs, increased hours, and cut corners on safety while demanding more and more from the workers. Uh -huh. And rather than reinvesting their profits into the workers, over the past decade, they've given $150 billion in handouts to their corporate executives and wealthiest investors. This is a dingbat, saggy Pelosi. Let him sag, Nancy. You'll feel better who's worth arguably between three and $400 million. 
If you factor in her real estate assets, you're closer to half a billion. This is an inside trading dimwit whose husband with the stinky hammers you don't want to smell has managed to play multi-million dollar option plays because she has fed him information. Now she's down with the struggle. She's part of the proletariat. It's just not right. That is why relentless labor leaders like Dennis Pierce and Jeremy Ferguson, whom I saw close up and watched uh, them uh, fight for their union members, among others, alongside... Man, oh man, it's nice. She can barely read or get through a sentence, yet she's never made a losing trade. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show at AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. None of this could happen without the government interference and the idea that the government has taken the position to strengthen labor extortion mafias that threaten to shut down the American economy shows you what seditious conspiracy really looks like. It doesn't look like some big fat guy with an eye patch talking about how he was robbed as this diaper wearing dimwit claims they've gotten 81 million votes. Seditious conspiracy sounds like this. Our pro-union president, Joe Biden, and Labor Secretary Marty Walsh, as I referenced, fought furiously to negotiate a fairer deal for railroad workers. And thanks to their months of determined leadership, the tentative agreement that was reached has secured important advances. Get it out, dimwit. 24% pay raise and a $5,000 bonus. No charge changes in co Wait, yesterday was a $1,000 bonus. Now they got a $5,000 bonus, huh? That's a get off your fat ass and go back to work payment. Pays deductibles and co-insurance costs and protecting the two-man crew. Protecting the two-man crew. Very important. Who protects the businessman? The, the real one. The one that doesn't recycle government welfare money like the railroads. The real one who earns a private economy that is not subsidized like your new so-called middle class because that's what we're really doing we are subsidizing this entire labor extortion mafia no matter where they are they don't exist in real life they can only exist with government pressure government favoritism terry dyer indiana hey sean before i ask you before i got a comment for you my my uh, my honey bunny has a question for you all right is your blood pressure high I I only have one level of blood pressure, and when I sleep, it's the same as when I'm yelling. It's perfect. I was made for this. So, Sean, hey, I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you read that the uh, the deal that these uh, the con- these congressmen in the House gave these uh, railroad workers their their union buddies. They just love unions. Three unpaid sick days that you could take with a thirty day notice. What kind of deal is that, these pro-union... Well, you, you want to know what... This is how it works. My, my, one of my favorite uncles was an engineer, my Uncle Joe. The best guy in the world. After World War II, he got a job at the railroad. He worked all the way there until he was 62. He died on his birthday. And do you know what happened to his pension? They took it. My aunt never got a nickel because he didn't fill out something or file something. My cousin fought it for years. That's how it really works, because the upper echelon, the union hierarchy, they steal the money. They all make 400000 a year. They all got spending bonuses. They all drive around in Buick Roadmasters with the love handles on their neck, and they rob the guy. But they, they also know nobody's going to go to work there unless you're a <clears throat> member of that syndicate. 
So they break the real working man. When I, when I do this, I'm not going after the, the worker. He's the useful idiot of the crime syndicate of the union itself. Those guys who never work. The guys with the buttery hands like Pritzker's. The Sallies, yeah. who have the political power because they own Democrats like chicklets. That's what makes I, me sick. Hey, real quick. I, I talked to the cow guys today, and I told them, who, whatever employer, whether you're union or non-union, if they gave you a deal and said, I'll give you three non-paid sick days with a month notice. I don't take better. sick days. I, I, you know, I had COVID for three weeks. On two separate occasions. I had it once for a week and a half and another time for a little over a week and a half. You know how many days I missed? None. I don't take None. days off. Men don't take days off. Thank you very much. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just... Disgusting, sexist pig, and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM 560. The answer. Some of... Some of the people who have taken advantage of the business benefactors. JohnCassNews.com. Gobert's Farm in Pine Grove. Pingree Grove. I don't know where the hell it is. All right, Pingree Grove. Annette... Kalavec at Ketley Realtors, Unistaff Jobs, Mathnasium, Arlington Heights Heating and Cooling, Jeff Tisch- Tischler, author of High Tech versus Highest Tech, Gatto Industrial Platers, Chris Jacobs with Century 21 in Inverness, to name a few. It's a good deal. 41 minute commercials. Uh, Larry Oak Forest. Yeah, hi, Sean. Great show. I was just wondering if you still lived in Chicago or if you did live in Chicago, who would you vote for right now? I'm so offended at what happened. I have to tell you, when you see that they're all Democrats, the names are irrelevant to me. Honestly, the names are irrelevant because what's destroyed that city is 100 years of mafia calling themselves Democrats. It made it normal to make aldermen a joke. They're a joke. As look at the quality. I watch the news. It's 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 horrific. The news is horrific. The CPS system, twenty eight thousand dollars a year for these kids. These are the kids that are committing the heinous acts. Come on, how much of this you going to take? The trajectory of it is disgraceful. And I say this as somebody who loved it. I went there every day from nineteen eighty seven to two thousand and five. Every day, loved it. Was you know I I actually thought when I when I, when I first got married I'm like maybe I should move to a nice neighborhood in the city. Who doesn't love the city when it's you know you're living in a decent neighborhood? Where is that decent neighborhood now? Where? Luckily I didn't. Yeah, luckily, luckily I didn't pull the trigger. Uh, the reality is I think when you're living in such an obvious corrupt area run by Democrats, there is no good choice when they're all Democrats. You have to leave. That's the only conclusion you can come to. And if I'm wrong, why have so many businesses done the exact same thing? Why have so many stores been boarded up? Why are the only stores that even are opening are subsidized, the welfare stores? They don't pay rent. They got all kinds. I mean, come on. It's, it's nothing of what it was. Nothing. And, and, and what are you going to do? You're going to pay extra taxes to live like that? You pay a tax for takeout. You pay a tax for staying in. You can pay tax to car- parking, to park your car. I mean, it's just a scam. They're out to get you. So, to me, does it make a difference? I'm going to go for Chewy Lightfoot. That should be the name anyway. Thank you very much. <laughs> Tom, Blue Island. 
Hey, Sean Dittos. Listen, brother, I wanted to just kind of backpack on what you said earlier about this. Uh, um, Denise Wang. Congresswoman, whatever she is with Denise this. Denise uh, Wang. I love that name. The lipless Denise yeah. Wang. She has no upper lip. It's really, it's astonishing. Take a look at it. I, I, I implore you. No, no. So listen, brother, her father is a first, like, and you said it. And I, after Dan and Amy brought this up this morning, first generation Chinese immigrant, and he's an engineer. So that means one of two things. Either she learned everything she knows from him, or she didn't learn anything from him, and it seems like it's the former. Well, why? If you think about what seditious conspiracy is and what the, the Chinese mantra is, it isn't only to buy political whores like Diane Feinstein with her speed racer hairdo or uh, old lady face Mitch McConnell with his Chinese shipping heiress wife. See, it's a bipartisan problem. It's to infiltrate not just companies, but policies. And before you know it, in a country based on free speech, based on freedom, politicians will practice totalitarianism, and it'll be accepted. Not by everybody. It'll be accepted by the mafia, because they need to squash resistance. Think about it. They were able to get away. Mike Madigan, 50 years, shakedown of an international energy company for at least 30. FBI office, a quarter mile from his campaign office. He got away with it for five decades. The only reason it got out, a couple guys started talking about it. They can't afford to do that. Now, granted, he'll never see a day in jail. Neither will that short-in-the-pants Irish rat, Ed Burke, or his dimwit son who likes to beat the wife up. But they can't afford to let that get out because people are starting to talk now. You know, before you know it, you start to realize there's Cook County sitting judges who are investors in his LLC. And people are going to start to get suspicious of not just the properties that are tax manipulated, but the properties that are bought at the tax auction before they're exposed to the ordinary citizen the way it's supposed to be. Before you know it, they'll start to look into everything. And then they'll start to figure out, boy, these aldermen, they're not really 50 aldermen, they're 50 thieves. And if you want a business, you get shaken down. You've got to hire their law firm. You want advertising, you've got to hire their law firm. You want a liquor license, whoo, that's a whole new world to paint. And before you know it, people will pull their head out of their ass and start to move out. You know, like the year 2022. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. You know, I was looking at Joe Biden with the uh, tribes today. Not a one of them looked like Cher. Buddy, I was lucky enough to be a kid in the 70s when she was prancing around in that Indian costume. Huh, that is sexy. Not like uh, Denise Wang missing an upper lip. Uh, Craig Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. And hey, uh, a really special thanks for uh, break, uh, keeping that uh, January 6th stuff in that. It's absolutely uh, um, destroying our country with that thing because uh, here's why they were they were claiming that uh, that was like a, a threat to our uh, democracy and that we were under assault and all stuff like that. Our democracy was destroyed when they took and locked up all those innocent people for walking through that uh, Capitol and that. Denise don't give any Wang, Denise Wang, Merrick Garland. That's a threat to democracy. That's a threat to Americanism. These are saboteurs. This is the seditious conspiracy. It's called the Democrat Mafia, who wants to do to the nation what those crooked bastards did to Chicago. That's, that's what's going on here. And I don't buy it for one second. 
And how dare you sit there as a, poli- as a politician who swore to uphold the principles of liberty and freedom the whole time working to undermine it. But what do you expect from someone named Wang? Thank you very much. Jeff in Illinois. <laughs> hey, what's going on, John? Not much. I'm calling from uh, China Junior, Illinois. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I- I'd like to know, how are they going to produce an electric car without plastic? You're talking about, you're talking, Joe Biden is 80 years old. He just heard of a supply chain. 50% of the car is made out of plastic. Plastic is a petroleum byproduct. Yes, so is everything, brother. You know that. You're a man. You're a man. Everything you have on, everything you hold in your hand, everything under your feet, everything over your head, from the roof tile, it's all oil, you stupid fracking Democrats. Morons. Thank you, John. Thank you, brother. CPS, $28,000 a year. You think there's a CPS student that knows that? There's not one that could say ask. Tom in Harvard. Uh, Sean, how you doing? Listen, I value your opinion, and I was wondering what your opinion is on why they work so hard, the communists, to steal the Arizona election. Was it for the governorship? Because they need all these military-age males crossing the border? Or was it through, like, Tom, uh... Listen, it's the greatest theft in the world. And it's happened in all third-world countries. It happens here. It's happened in all mobbed-up neighborhoods. You know this. You steal an election, you're in control of everything. The real question is, if no one's going to ask for integrity in the elections, why would they ever stop stealing them? That's the real question. Why would you steal them? Why wouldn't you? Because once you're there, you're a god among men. Look at what we're living through. You're living through a political whore who is enriching those very entities, those corrupt entities that have been paying off Democrats for a hundred years. They're called unions. And before Joe Biden, they were on their ass. They cannot compete. Any state that is littered and infiltrated with union in municipal areas is a state you don't want to live in. That's why all the taxes have nothing to do with an ad valorem system, which ironically is a covenant between the government and the property owner. You see, this whole country isn't built on socialism. It isn't built on Bernie Sanders. In fact, we've sent millions of boys to fight and die to prevent communism in other places. Well, it was elected here. That's what we're living through. Kevin, Barrington Hills. Hello. Hi, Kevin. Hey, what's going on? Is it Sean? Yes, it is. Hey, what's up, Sean? Hey, I just want to let you know something that might be interesting since you're going on a rant about Ed Burke. Yeah. Um, his one son, God rest his soul, uh, Emmett Burke, had uh, died, and I was with him the night that happened, and I really? thought it was very interesting the next day how they uh, said the toxicology report came back that he was clean and no issues at all whatsoever, but the guy was drunk out of his mind, absolutely wasted on every drug he well, could think of. Here's what I do know. The what? one son that had two guns in his hand naked... Good thing he was Irish, otherwise he would have offended people. (laughs) Beat up his wife. She broke her arm. And on the very night that the police department in Winnetka recommended he lose the gun licenses and the guns, clout came in. And the case was dismissed. That's what I do know. So if you're asking me, do I think it's possible that the Irish lawyer who ran a crime syndicate could squash information on 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 an autopsy? Yeah, I do. Chicago. That's the way you like it. Right? Because you got a guy, and he's got a guy. And you get a job, and you vote Democrat. You sit on your ass, you develop a palate for cream puffs. 
Then you wait for your pensions to roll in. Pension isn't based on investments. It's based on syndicate. That's Illinois. That's Democrats. It's not just Illinois. It's New York. It's New Jersey. It's Philly. It's California. It's anywhere. They're in power. And then what about the voting? Ah. Can't audit it. Don't worry. I'll tell you how you did. Like rolling dice with Big Jilly. Seven out. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. The lure of socialism and Marxism and collectivism is that you're going to have a comfortable life. There's not much achievement in it. Not much at all. Money is one thing, but achievement is another. You have a decision to make, and that is you either strive to thrive or you just want to hang on and survive. My next guest is a specialist in thriving. His name is David Thomas Roberts. He's an activist, a CEO, an author, a publisher. He's done so many things, it's outrageous. It's a life worth living, not because of money, but because he never probably worked a day in his life. I'm going to bring him on to discuss it. How are you, David? I'm doing great, Sean. Thanks for having me. Anytime. I mean, um, I remember my old neighborhood full of charismatic, talented, talented guys. And a lot of them just wanted to survive in a job that, they got to sit around and retire early. I never was attracted to that. I'm probably going to die poor because in Illinois, if you're on a municipal pension, you're going to be a, you, you retire like you have five million in a 401k fund that produces. But the reality is, it's not about the money. It's about getting up and not you know you can't wait to go do something. It's about not knowing what a weekend is. It's about always thinking even when you're supposed to be satisfied. Right? Isn't that what life is? Sure. Absolutely, and and, and uh, you know it's, it's you got to have a cause, and it, you can have more than one cause, but you got to have a cause. You know, we're all taught. You know, I, I'm 63, so I'm a boomer, um, but they're still teaching us in schools. You go out and get a good education, and then do what? Go get a job. Okay, and I grew up in a middle class family. Most of my friends' parents had their own business. My my stepdad was an insurance executive. For 36 years, worked for the same company, and I got to see the lifestyle difference. And it's not just about income; it's about freedom. For me, it's always about freedom. Yeah. So, um, the, the reason that I wanted to be in business for myself and do my own thing is to have control over where I work, when I can take vacation, how much money I make. Which you can do none of those things, pretty much, if you <laughs> have a job. I've never. I mean, I've never worked for anybody until this job. This is the first time I worked for a company. My life. Um, and, you know, I always thought, man, it's, it's, it's got to be something to never stress about everything. I like the stress. I used to love it. It kept me up at night. I slept four or five hours because I was under pressure. I had leases to pay. I had people that were depending on me. But I loved it. You get addicted to it. And I always thought to myself, 
is it better to go and work on a union job and sit around and wait to retire? Or is it the stress and the achieving and the knowing you can pull it off that is the success? Because the money comes and goes. The money's taxed away. Under a progressive system, unless you're making money in government-sanctioned areas, you're paying 50% of your income. So it's never, you know, you can, you can generate a lot of money. But the idea is you're probably better off if you have one of these government pensions, right? Oh, yeah, I see government employees. Uh, I, I, I have a family member who's a, a, a an Illinois government employee who retired at 85 or 90% pension, which is, I mean, you, you, you just can't simply do that in the private sector, do that unless you, you know, unless you were disciplined and, you know, invested money, did your 401k, all those kind of things. But to have an 85 or 90% uh, uh you know, pension is, is unheard of. Of course, that's one of the reasons why Illinois is broke. And, you know, I was uh, I have a cigar store in Illinois. And uh, when I first bought it, I had this guy come in. And he was, you could see, I could see he was older, but I didn't know how old. He was in great shape. He was well-dressed. Came in and he had a cigar and we were talking. And I have another customer in the store who I like very much, but he's, you know, a typical Democrat, or he was a Democrat from Illinois. He's not anymore. But, uh, you know, he worked in the system, and he retired in his 50s. And he's sitting in a chair stuffed in it. He's 400 pounds. He could barely move. He's got all kinds of ailments. And these guys are talking, and it turns out they're the exact same age. But the guy who was in shape and the guy who looked 15, 20 years younger, he was a businessman of his own accord. He never worked for anybody. He was moderately successful. He didn't pull up in a in a $150,000 car, and he didn't buy a $20 cigar. I, cigar. Ironically, the fat guy had, was smoking a better cigar. But I was looking at them, and I was thinking to myself, the real difference is in their attitude of life itself. And ultimately, the reason that America became rich, the richest country and the youngest is because it had an emaciated government that didn't provide the kind of corruption, the kind of so-called safety that it now is willing to provide to more than 50% of the country. Can people shake the, the cult of safety and comfort and accept the corruption that we see in these big Democrat-run cities for the idea that it's more important to have your freedom and go out and thrive on your own? What do you think is going to happen in the trajectory of the future here? Well, I think we're already seeing it. And I think that, you know, we've, um, we've got 100 years of progressive public education that's come home to roost and um it, it concerns me greatly that um that people have been indoctrinated all their life um into that type of thinking so i i i, I wish i knew how to pull out of it i really do because i, I, I see it everywhere i see it everywhere well we and, have an opportunity i've never seen a government in this country i've only read about them in other countries so willing to implement fascism so willing to implement force, and they're out of the closet with it now. And I think a part of that is because we've allowed senators. We have senators and congressmen and women who admit that they're socialists. When you're in a country that has lost, I don't, if you factor World War II, over a million men to fighting this ideology that we now elect, if we can point this out as seditious and un-American, isn't that the best way to attack it? And stop calling them progressives because they're not really interested in progress. They're, in fact, regressives. And they're not interested in prosperity. They're interested in control of money. And do you think maybe 
we have to economically go through a depression, or can we save it by s- grabbing back our language that has been bastardized? Well, we sure need to try that because we're headed to uh, an event, a cataclysmic event of some kind, whether it's the devaluation of the dollar, you already start to see that with inflation, or, you know, there's a lot of things that could happen. I mean, there's first of all, the debt's not sustainable, period. And, you know, the GOP is as much to blame as the Democrats for that. And, you know, you, you got, look at how many people in Congress, there's very, a very small number of people in Congress, whether it's in the House or in the Senate, who actually ever had to make a payroll. I mean, I, I, I get a kick out of, you know, Marco Rubio, who's the head of the, the Small Business Committee. In <laughs> never the had a business. But he's never owned a business. No. <laughs> it's just, you can't make this stuff up. And, you know, um, government is the only place where that this can even be accepted. You can't get a job unless you're qualified for it, unless you're elected to it. And this is the flaw in the system. We elect professional swindlers, con artists, who put lipstick on the pig of a policy. And yet I'm, I, I'm hard-pressed to think of one government policy that works the way it was sold to the people. And, you know, can you think of one that operates the way they say it does? There's nothing in government that, that works well. Nothing. Uh, that's just the inherent nature of government, period. And and as we move to a, a large centralized government, it's worse. It gets worse. And, and really, I, I think, to me, oh, well, look at this example. Okay, I, I dropped out of college because when I went there my first year and a half in college, I, I realized I wasn't learning how to make money. And I got I got very despondent, very depressed because I, I said I thought I was coming going to college for making money. I'm not saying college is bad for everybody. It was bad for me. And, um, and, and so you you look at this and say, you know, what is, you know, why aren't we teaching people going business? There's only a handful of schools that have entrepreneurship as, as a, a degree path in college. Um, it's not being taught. And, and so if everybody thinks it's the answer is to go work for, the, you know, get a good education. So they think and go work for the man instead of being what I call a savage, which by the way, is in my, my latest book. You know, it's it's going to take the savage type of thinking because the savages are the ones that founded the country. The savages, every major technological advancement in medicine, in the arts, in business, has always come from the savage. And the savage has a different mindset. And, and that mindset basically is a self-made mindset that I would just rather have the government leave me alone and get out of my way and let, my, let me do my thing. Um, and as long as it's ethical, moral, legal, those kind of things. But... I just want them out of my way. And, and you know, I'm, not I'm not a group guy. I don't like groups. I remember in the push of the Tea Party, I thought to myself, there's going to be swindlers that take advantage of this. And sure enough, that's what we did. Uh, what, that's in, in Illinois, we elected Tea Party candidates who became never Trumpers and now kiss the ass of the Irish gypsy Joe Walsh. I mean, uh, 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 Joe Biden. And I'm speaking specifically of a guy who used to be on these airwaves named Joe Walsh, who got elected as a Tea Party conservative who now is a step-and-fetch socialist fraud. And that's what you see happen in movements. However, we just saw a small group of people threaten to shut down the entire economy in the railroad union organized syndicate. I had an idea years ago when Barack Obama was elected. I realized he was a son of Olinsky ideology. And I started something called the Capitalist Union, of where there are no dues, there's just an ideology of capitalists. This is a word people are afraid of now, but I don't think they should be. Um, Would it be best if maybe the capitalists ideologically communicated, came together, and said, you know what, I'm going to sit down. 
for the next 30 days. And I'm going to go on a break. And I'm going to refuse to facilitate whatever it is. And you get some of those businesses, because even though they're big businesses, as you were talking about college and the rest of it, primarily these guys who started these businesses are college dropouts from Elon Musk. Steve Jobs is dead, but uh, even the guy with the vaccines, Bill Gates, and the rest of it. I mean, there has to be some appreciation for the system that built all these people. Do you think there are still enough businesses that do not want to be in government corporatism to maybe make an impact similar to the one that the labor extortion mafia that runs the rails did? Well, just remember, only 3% of the colonists participated in the American Revolution, and and look what they they founded and born. So it doesn't take a majority. It takes a well-organized minority uh, to to make change, to to have change. And, and, you know, I I worry about our education system because this stuff is not being taught. Even the history is is screwed up. It's not being the the correct history is not being taught. So, yeah, it's going to take those kind of guys, and and we have to be very vocal. And, and ladies, we have to be very vocal about this um, and and really – to me, it's all about whether you want freedom or you don't want freedom. It's about liberty. It's about freedom. And to me, that, and again, that doesn't mean that somebody's making several million dollars a year. I'm talking about the sole proprietor who, who's got a business, and, and they're able to make their own decisions. I mean, I, I'd rather eat off a dirt floor or, or live on a dirt floor and eat beans than I would have a job in, in big corporate America. And corporate America is right now is so caught up in the wokeness that they're afraid to say what really needs to be said. So it's got to come from the entrepreneurs, the sole proprietors, the small business owners. It's got to be like us, and this is why I'm trying to step up and and be a voice for this, because I agree with you, Sean. It's, it, it's, it's got to come from us. You know, it's funny. Uh, when the Soviet Union collapsed, it took 72 years, but they operated in 20 years and all kinds of financial fraud and extortion. That's why they stepped so easily to an oligarch system. Everywhere it's tried, it fails. Venezuela, the reason that we have this, one of the reasons that we have this massive problem on the border is because the, the people who are not in on the government scams primarily are forced to flee them. The only communist system that has been able to stay in power is really out of China. The way that it did it, however, isn't because it really practiced communism. What it practiced was corporatism, and they were able to bastardize the American financial system. Do you think that maybe uh, these Republicans that have now won a slim majority in Congress should start to implement the actual rules of American capitalists, people who manage the hedge funds for even these municipal unions and the rest of it, should be prosecuted for investing in Chinese communist-run entities that have slave labor? Do you think it's time to maybe go down that road a little bit and force people to learn about the difference between capitalism and communism? Well, I, I, I think it's absolutely necessary. I think that's got to happen. I think that um, our government has been complicit, and, and nothing spells that out more than the China virus. When the China virus hit, and we find out that all the masks, all the pharmaceuticals, somehow, without the American public's knowledge, all of that has been jobbed out to China. How in the world does China... I, I, I think that's treasonous. I think that people should be put in front of a firing squad um, for 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 putting that in China. I, I just can't believe our pharmaceuticals are all in China. It's unbelievable to me. And, and shame on me for being asleep at the wheel and not knowing that. But I'll tell you, 99.9% of Americans didn't know that. 
No, and you know, it's, it's something when I go back, because I pay attention to this stuff. I really do. And I'm a free trader. And as you go back and you look at what the government said about the business dealing with China and how they really used Hong Kong as it was supposed to be in the beginning as a wedge to break apart communism. And then through the years, right after Ronald Reagan, Bush Sr., they started to allow Chinese Communist Party members to, to buy politicians. And now it's not even offensive to an entire section of our, of our country. You know, when you think about it, the Democrats are still Americans, or at least they're supposed to be. 50% of the American population has no problem with the Communist Party contributing, influencing, and owning American representatives. And how do you save people that don't want to be saved? I mean, if you're not going to get on the lifeboat, then go down with the ship. Right? I mean, at a certain point, you got to admit, we've got over 50% of the country not just on welfare, and they are. We've got 50% of the country that wants to be communists. How do you, how do you pull up from that? Yeah, they, they think that that's the answer. They think, yeah, of course, they always use Sweden and Finland and, and Norway as examples of how socialism, but, but they're not really, they're, they're capitalist socialist societies. They're not pure communism, but that's where, that's where it starts. Yeah. And, and so, um, you know, they've never lived under this regime. You know, the, the, for, for communism to work, it has to be a totalitarian state. That's the only way it works. And you look what's happening in China today. People are finally starting to rebel in China. Yeah. Um, well, I'm yeah, from Chicago. I mean, it, we understand what it's like to live under a totalitarian regime. But the difference is that you can still move out. I still, I still want to go to the few states that strengthen and appreciate Americanism, take the good people to the good states, and let the bad people in the bad states call themselves the USSA, and we secede. I still think logistically, see, I don't want to go to violence because we don't need to. Our, 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 our laws are supposed to be built in freedom. Ultimately, I have to rely on the law to save me. Ironically, the people in charge of it are all part of the mafia. Well, don't don't think that any politician or any government official actually believes in the right of self-determination because they don't. So I live in Texas. There's a big movement for what we call Texas. Um, it's, it's actually polling has it at 67, 70 percent to actually um, leave the United States. And, uh, and, and we're not kidding. I mean, it's... it's no, it's I love totally- it. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I, I, I went long with you, but I could talk to you for an hour. And the other thing I'm going to remind, I'm going to keep your number, because if you do secede, you're going to have to tell me where to go buy those boots and hats. I think I can pull off that look. In the meantime, I'm going to buy the new book, Hunt It Down, Kill It, Drag It Home, Savage Business Strategies for Winning, Big in Business and in Life. His name is David Thomas Roberts. Where can I get the book? For Amazon, of course. Uh, you can go to, uh, to the publisher, Defiance Press. Uh, and, and find it there. Um, listen, that, real quick on the book, this is this is how savages think. I, somebody asked me, he said, you know, savages think different than the rest. And, and I classify people in either savage, a peasant, or aristocrat. You can pretty much guess who's who. And But there is really a difference in the way savages think. And savages, to me, are, are people that are self-made. And um, it's a short book. You could, yeah, I call it a, a commode book because you can put it next to your commode and probably in three sittings read the book. Yeah. Well, if you're built like our governor, you can't get off the commode without help. So I appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much. I look forward to reading it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. 
Broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Trying to calm me down, squirrel? Don't try to calm me down. I still say we go with this song that I like today. That's all I Cher, the Indian costume, sexy. You don't know what sexy is, girl. You're just a kid. Cher, singing half free. Oh, and then the Gypsy song, too. Of course, she probably can't sing that anymore. It's a different world. Mary Orland Park. Hey, Sean, how are you? Good, Mary, how are you? Um, I gotta admit, I'm getting a little bit of a crush on you. You're hilarious. Oh. Um, Are you, uh, <laughs> do you have the same kind of cleavage as Governor Pritzker? Because then I'm interested. <laughs> okay. My cleavage is just fine, baby. Excellent. Um, uh, listen, I actually have been already looking into moving to the state of Arizona. I mean, uh, I moved from the state of Arizona to here, but I've been looking into moving to Texas. And I'm hoping they succeed, because I want to get in on the ground floor. Mary, it's an interesting thing. Um, it really started when you start to realize how bankrupt these Democrat states are. And they can, you know, listen, the, the, the politicians say whatever it is. But ultimately, if you're aware of what you're paying for when it comes to taxation... I cannot justify owning real estate in a Democrat state because it's not about the property you own. It's about the corruption that the state exists on. So when you look 100%. at the, I have a I have a very good friend of mine who I love to death who moved to Texas. He owns acres and acres and acres. He pays a fraction of a fraction of what he paid for a very middle class home in Illinois. And that's really ultimately what the future is about is to keep your money. Because it's expensive to navigate through the corruption in a Democrat area. And people are going to have to start to think like this. And not to mention there's strength in these states that reject organized syndicates of labor-run unions. I think it's important. I think if if Texas seceded, seceded, excuse me, if Texas seceded, it would double its population. Double it. I agree. Absolutely. And that's why I said I'm going to move there before it happens so I can get me... Well, I could get me a bunch of acres, because I don't okay. like people either. No, I like it, Mary. I like it very much. I agree with you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And, you know, it's the thing in, in Florida. You've seen this happen. Over the last three years, the population exploded. These are not Democrats moving here. Thank God. So there is a real opportunity here. And if 70% of the citizens decide to secede, why does there have to be a reason that they cannot? Does it have to be extortion? Because what you start to realize is we're really not the United States. We're the extorted states. And the corrupt sewers, led by the Democrat mafia, cannot exist on their own. It's all a lie. Their finances are a shambles. Their states, their counties, their cities are bankrupt. They can only exist on welfare and corruption. David Lansing. Uh, Hey, Sean. You've said that... uh when, you know, you're encouraging people to move out of the blue cities and yeah. let them collapse. And then one thing you say once in a while is later you can come in and buy the land like 90% off. But here, have you thought of this? By the time all these cities collapse and everything and you go back to buy the land, will they have you on a list to prevent you, oh, yeah. Sean, from buying land? List. I'm on the list. I'm proud of the list. But I will say this. I say that, and it's... it's um. It's not, it's not going to happen because the flaw in the system 
is that in the in the in the bastardization of our currency, the federal government, the corrupt whores, can continue to massively increase the debt because the debt is their friend. The debt is a guarantee of future taxation. So they're incentivized to always print up more. That's the flaw. And we, the people, allowed that to happen. But that being said, when you have 67% to 70% of your citizens that are in a state like Texas, who are a little bit different than the rest of the states, and they say, we want to secede from this problem, Legally, it can happen, and I think it's time to force the vote. I think it's time to force that vote, and then see if other states join it. Because ultimately, let the fascists prove what they are. Let them show themselves. This is the greatest thing that can happen. People left these areas of fascism, not simply because of the bankruptcy or the high property taxes, but because they showed themselves to be fascists. And that's why states that didn't had had a population increase. This is a good thing, I've, not a bad thing. And let's, let's force the vote. Let's force it. Yeah, but here, here's a problem. Uh, if the Democrats control blue cities, many of them are on the coast, and that's where the shipping comes in. So no, you know, we can't well, give them yeah, all the coasts. Yeah, that's true. Like, Long, Long, like California and Long Beach and the organiza- organized crime they have that helped us jam up the supply chain. However, Texas has a coast. Florida has a coast. Texas has an economy. Right. It can be done, but only if people are willing to do it. It's time now. Are you going to tolerate right. this this ridiculousness of cycling where we okay, let's wait two more years and two more years and two more years. I'm done with that. Time is the enemy right. of all men. I don't have time for these imbeciles that were taught in these Marxist indoctrination camps to pull their head out of their ass. I don't have time for it. <laughs> Thank you very much, right. David. Appreciate right. the call. It can happen. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Good. I'm seceding. How are you? Good. Uh, listen, what I wanted to ask you, uh, according to the Teamsters, uh, which I read somewhere, by passing this legislation to enforce an agreement, doesn't that deny them the right to strike? And how is that going to help the uh, railroad workers in the, in the future with their problems and concerns? You know, when we talk about the unions, when I talk about it, I separate the worker from the organized syndicate of of union leadership. If the worker was privy to know exactly how much the organized mafia steals from both the worker and the company, and how their salaries are all, the average is double what the worker is, maybe they could stand up for themselves and go to the company and say, I won't strike, I'll work, and let the mafia assets, the ones who will strike, let them go fire them all. Do you know what that did? for air traffic controlling. That's why everything is cheaper and better right now. Because back then we had a president who understand freedom versus tyranny. He understand organized mafia corruption versus workers' rights. See, notice how they're against a right to work. The only way they stay in place is because they've infiltrated politicians who they've bribed. That's why Joe Biden is the greatest asset to the organized labor extortion mafias called unions, and to the Chinese Communist Party, who has bribed him, and to oligarchs, who are enriching and we are weaponizing Nazis. Is this constitutional for them to do that? Brother, we're so unmoored from the Constitution. Listen, show me a plan, a policy that's constitutional. Is Obamacare constitutional? Is Social Security constitutional? 
Is it constitutional no, to throw a country into debt $31 trillion where the interest payment is $1 trillion and no one can tell me where the interest goes? Is it constitutional? Well, because should... we're buying our bonds. They say, oh, it goes to bondholders. We're buying the bonds. So we're, we're paying ourselves? Who's us? Where's the money go? Can you show me the column? It's like being a union worker. You never really get to see all of the expense accounts, all the Buick Roadmasters, all the lunches, and all the gumads on the payroll. Thank you very much, Rich. Well, you don't fool me, you crooked bastards, and especially you lipless ones named Wang. Greg Lombard. Hey, hey, Sean, how are you, sir? I've got a practical question about secession or the mm-hmm. country splitting in half. Uh, yeah. What do you do about currency and military? Those are the two things you obviously can't be on the U.S. dollar because they just print more dollars and bring their misery to you. So do you develop your own currency, yes. and what do I do with my U.S. dollar? Think about a currency. I've, I've, I've given this some thought about, about a currency. Think about a currency that's anchored in the most precious commodities, a culmination of those commodities, precious metals. Think about a state like Texas that has oceans and oceans of oil, and the only reason it doesn't pull them out is because it's, it's illegal to pull it out. And the government has backdoor nationalized the assets of not just Texas, but every state. And think about the idea that a, that a currency could pop up and it could be attached to that. And people could have the choice whether to buy that currency or the dollar. The only reason the dollar exists is out of force and out of limitation of options. But if it had a true challenger, it would lose. Take the euro for example. The European the European the euro the the, the European Union the culmination. 60%, 70% of those countries are bankrupt. It's only a couple countries that buoy that do- that that dollar up. Yet it's always worth more than the US dollar, right? Yep. What what about what about military if they secede? What would stop the rest of the US government from a hostile, a hostile overthrow or Well, I like that. I like that. And force them force them to show themselves to be the Fourth Reich that I tell them they are, because I prove that they are. And if they're willing is, is there a con- to unleash... Think about... You know, we talk about this word constitutional. If they're willing to unleash the military on their citizens, well, that would make them Ukraine. Thank you very much for the call, Greg. Foursome. I will not go willingly into slavery. You're going to have to kick my ass. You're going to have to prove it. 312 642 Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. It's an interesting, interesting problem. If you expose, you force the exposure of the fiscal corruption, the financial fraud in our government. Cannot exist. Government's bankrupt. We have a debt ceiling coming up. On the 16th of December, the only way it can exist is if the lame duck Congress passes a massive taxation bill. They'll call it spending. They'll call it, uh, what do they call it, saving the face and the obligations. You can't live up to the obligations of socialism. You can't live up to the obligations of corruption. That's why all these Democrat sewers are bankrupt. The only way they can fake it is to take welfare and pretend it's income like that fat pig Pritzker did or that... Lori Lightfoot, in all her handsomeness, does on a daily basis. If it wasn't for the financial corruption in the dollar and the market manipulation practiced by our government, ultimately people would have to admit socialism, 
Sovietism, Marxism, and what the, the Democrat mafia is practicing doesn't work. Instead, they bribe people to participate in it. The government steps in and pretends it's helping the middle class versus creating and subsidizing select Democrat foot soldiers. Ultimately, it's going to collapse. Now, when is the question and how do you prepare yourself and the rest? But the, the, the way it runs now is extortion. It cannot live without taking from the people who produce. It has to. There's no fairness. They could pretend there's ESGs and there's equity and there's all the gots on ghoul. Because you can fool these idiots called Democrats to buy virtually anything. Kevin McCarthy says that he invited President Biden down to the border. How does the president RSVP? <laughs> <laughs> we know we know the president's never been down to the border. The this country has a has a has a crisis at the border. We all know this. And if if you take away the people, you have an open drug highway that has killed what we now know this year an unprecedented hundred and twenty eight thousand Americans. Hundred and twenty eight thousand Americans. It's like a plane crash every day. And the Democrats not only elected this Tim with with dementia. But he's never been to the border. He's been a senator for 50 years and a vice president for eight, 47. The reality is the Democrats will be, believe anything if you tell them it's good for them. All they got to do is keep voting and keep denying the fact that the people selling it are corrupt. And eventually rising to serve as the head of the Boston, Boston building trades before he became mayor of Boston. Together, the White House, the administration, and the Congress, uh, we, have been pr- we have proudly stood with working people under President Biden. And- no, they haven't. They stood with mafia members who have bribed them. It's a gangster government. I don't want to be a gangster. And if I did, I'd be the best one. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Markets rally on government funding. Markets are corrupted. Markets are frauded. And the companies that make them up cannot exist without government funding. That's called a good old-fashioned scheme. It's called buy the rumor and sell the fact. The White House can't see a recession. Well, the White House is morons. Full of morons. Never worked. You got a guy... Who not only has a diaper on and dementia and the rest of it, this is a guy that's never worked. What about the people that surround him? Most of them ideologues, not actual producers. What does the future look like? What does the economy look like? How do you position yourself? There's only one guy I go to to talk about it. His name is Tom Fortino, the Alpha Wealth Group. Tom, how are you? I'm doing great, Sean. How about yourself? Well, it's frustrating because ultimately the collapse is how you pull people out of uh, failure and you say, see, dummy. That's why you let mm-hmm. uh, morons that you're related to go into business, even though you warned them, and you, they borrow money, and then they go, uh, they lose the business, and then they go to work like everyone else. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, the government doesn't have any policy that succeeds. I cannot <clears throat> think of one 
And yet here they are guaranteeing more debt as we hit another debt ceiling. And this is really kind of going to be the process. The only way markets are going to rally is if the Federal Reserve decides to smile upon them. Isn't that the case now? Well, the reality is, I mean, uh, well, I should say eventually reality is going to kick in, right? I mean, you've been talking about it throughout your show today about the unsustainable debt. You look at the budget, you know, they're working in the, I guess, in the smoke room, smoky rooms to, you know, the Republicans, some of them, unfortunately, to increase the debt ceiling. And they're, they're, they're you know, parading this thing about, well, the full faith and credit, we can't default on the debt. The problem is, the bigger problem is you're going to default on the entire debt. It was you continue to run this up with, as you mentioned, $31 trillion, $100 trillion in unfunded liabilities. This is just unsustainable stuff. On top of that, they're talking, you know, there's money they haven't even spent. But, and they're talking about the child tax credit, the moratorium on student loans. I mean, it, it is pure insanity. It just, you know, Powell can get up today, as he did, and say, hey, it looks like things are look, looking better. We may kind of back off a little bit on that doesn't solve any of these other problems. No, None but that's market manipulation, and it caused a 700-point rally in a market where not one uh-huh. principle, not one fundamental, not one earning increase, not one. That's I, right. I, I mean, that's criminal to me. Well, I mean, just speaking of earnings, okay, 2% year over year, and if you X energy, which I'm sure you've had these discussions already, it's actually negative. You're starting to see the labor market. These things, there's, gonna, there's a lot of canaries in the coal mine here. And um, this is the problem. And, you know, besides the fact that overseas we're in this global economy, Europe, I mean, as an example, a number of these many companies, you know, 30, 40 percent of their revenue comes from Europe. Uh, What's going to happen there uh, on top of that? So there's just a lot of issues. You know, there's a nine trillion dollar. We talk about interest rates, too. But the Fed has nine trillion on its balance sheet. And they're talking about they're going to try to start to, you know, reduce that then what happens it's just a they've million taken millions or a thousand billions it happens <laughs> though tom what i see happening uh-huh. is guys who are relatively hard working they now start uh-huh. to use this terminology and they don't understand the the inability to ever dig yourself out of this kind of collapse this kind of bankruptcy so we uh-huh. are going to listen to a bunch of politicians talk about defaulting on the debt Why don't Mm -hmm. we go a little bit more basic and explain to the people we've already defaulted on the debt because we have to create more to just make payments. That is the definition of bankruptcy. This government, although it is reaping greater revenue than any government in the history of the world, Mm -hmm. it still cannot keep up with just the payments. So it's going to have to either cut, defund, variety of different slush funds or we stop permitting debt to be used as revenue to pay debt it's 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 bankruptcy it's the technical definition of bankruptcy yeah it's the debt spiral you create more debt to pay more debt um and, but you couldn't you know, if you all- weren't the dollar there's not a country in this world that can do what we do not a country and not suffer consequences. And the only reason we do it is because we have a thousand military bases. We're in seven hot spots at least, maybe more. Mm-hmm. And we are, we are the extortionists of the world. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, eventually, and again, I've heard you speak to this. You know, we don't know. At some point, it's just not going to work anymore, right? <laughs> we don't know when that day is coming. And that said, though, in the interim, you know, Bank of America came out. 
I don't know if you saw that, which was kind of interesting. They said that potentially there could be a 24%. They're looking at a 24% um, drop. They said they expect the U.S. recession will ravage the markets and could send stocks spiraling down 24% next year. This is Bank of America, and I'm not, nobody knows for sure. But, you know, for the average investor, there's things you, you, you maybe want to start to consider, especially those who now are one year closer to retirement. You know, we're coming up on the end of the year. And you yeah, really Bank have of America, see- did they say that because they believe it, or did they say that because they want to be bailed out again? They want more money again. Because at the same time they say that, they've been collaborating mm-hmm. and colluding with the government to hide the actual defaults, to hide the delinquencies, yeah. to ignore the realities that is happening and has been happening since Joe Biden stepped in and, and wet the Oval Office. This is the problem. They let it go on. And, you know, when you think back throughout history, when you and I were young, and the Reagan movement and all the rest of it, mm-hmm. it was started for a fraction. And when you go back to George W. Bush, who took over a surplus, and in 22 years did this to us, it's a bipartisan mm-hmm. issue because what they've learned is fear sells slavery. And more people will say, please don't hurt me. Just do what you got to do. And mm-hmm. ultimately... Until the American people, regardless of election results, say, I'm not going to go to work so you could forever take my money and take my stuff and mm-hmm. do what the railroad union guys did. I don't think it's ever going to change. I don't disagree with that. Something has to change and something drastic has to change. You know, when you're working, whatever the numbers are, four months, at least those of us that are paying taxes, because of course 40% of the population doesn't. But if you're working on the average four or five months from the government, I mean, if you put it that way, that's unbelievable uh, that that's happening. But until, yes, until something drastic happens, this, this, um, this debt, all of these things, it will never be paid back. It can't. It's just not possible. And yet they're adding another trillion here. And again, um, you know, even if Powell was to do some things, you know, what the, from a fiscal standpoint or, um, you know, monetary standpoint, look what the government's doing. It's just, it's, it's uh, sabotaging and undercutting everything. So it's just, it's just a bad situation. Right and now. it does the, it does the uh, wise guy neighborhood <clears throat> thing. It cuts so many people in on it. It hopes that they'll shut their mouth and not expose the scams that go on. And when you mm-hmm. really take a look at the fact that the revenue is, is almost unbelievable. The government revenue sets records every mm-hmm. single month, and yet every mm-hmm. three months we bump up against an arbitrary bull dung ceiling that doesn't exist. And and no. and, and they they're going to do the same thing. It's going to be the same old wrinkled ass men and dimwit women. They're going to come out and say the good faith and credit. You don't have any good faith and credit. And every country that points mm-hmm. it out, we go to war with, or we proxy war. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know this. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of us that know this. Can't we organize yeah. in some sense under the uh, Alpha Wealth Group uh, <laughs> banner and get you it audited? We'll use you as the canary. Well, when they throw you in the black van, I'll shut my mouth. No, I'm kidding. I'm never going to shut my mouth. Well, <laughs> well, hey, I'm on board for uh, making some changes here, that's for sure. And I'm hoping, you know, you just keep hoping. I think you were saying waiting every two years. It's so tough. Because yes, we're 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 not um, on the precipice. We're in the you know 
we're in a hole right now. And if something doesn't change drastically, which would, which would require number one, you know, cause the supply side, you cutting taxes, cutting regulations, just, just um, you know, getting rid of agencies and that's, it's gotta be severe. Severe. Um, and that's how severe. you, you know, and that's how you save yourself. You save freedom. The idea that we are mm-hmm. funding the doubling of the IRS, which as an mm-hmm. institution has been riddled in its own spending scandals. Am I the only one that remembers the Las Vegas extravaganza when these moron bureaucrats threw themselves a party like they were uh, Sylvester Stallone? It was ridiculous. And it just mm-hmm. goes away. I mean, ultimately, that is what's supposed to restrain the growth of government, the inability to permit financial fraud. Yet here we are. And, and, and the only question is, and I know you, and I know you understand the gravity of this, and I know when you tell people how to invest, you're doing it through integrity and through fundamentals. Where do you tell them to invest in a government that cannot financially restrain itself? Where do you put money? Well, you know, that's a great question, and you got to play the hand you dealt. We can't control the government. We can't control certain things, but what can we control? So the things... I'm saying is you need to be defensive right now. You just need to be. I know the market's rallied from its lows from 25%. Now it's down 14 or whatever. So there's this big rally going on. I would say be careful. I would still pull back. I would be defensive. Dividend-paying stocks. So you're getting paid for something, and you're getting some quality stocks. Secondly, you know, for now, I would try to get some interest. Or, um, if you can get some CDs, brokered CDs, get, you know, 4% on a six-month CD. Something to get paid. And I just be very careful. You can get to some structured products that are more, um, you know, that involve some puts and things like that in the market. More of an option strategy. You're starting to sound like Paul Pelosi. Now, don't be buying $5 million put plays (laughs) on inside information and stinking up the hammers in your garage. In the meantime, uh, when you you are part of a 401k, your money, you as as the employee, you as the worker, I know when it comes to personal money you invest, you can delegate where it goes. Do you not mm-hmm. have the power to say, I, I don't like what Apple's doing. I want my money taken out of Apple. Shouldn't Americans start to focus a little bit on this idea that they have money just managed by somebody and not realize that the very people we entrusted to protect the American economy have sold it out and demand that our retirement money and the people who work, make the world go around? Like you said, there's only 40%. I think it might even be less when you factor in subsidies. And the people that really make the world go around say, you know what, with my private economy, with my money, I don't want my money in anything to do with any company that does business with communists, with corporatists, with scum. And maybe pull all your money out and let the whole thing collapse? Well, it'd be nice if we had that. Unfortunately, we don't have that. You know what's going on with ESG, which is a total sham. The, the um, environment, societal and government, these, these, these funds that they're trying to shove down these 401k people's throats. And unfortunately, those things are, there's a little bit of a movement now to get on some of these, uh, you know, going to these corporate shareholder meetings. Hopefully that's going to take hold. But unfortunately, we just don't have that power right now. And, and it, the opposite is happening. But I think there's a movement afoot. I hope it starts happening. BlackRock, of course, is, is a very bad group. And they're in a lot of 401ks, too. So I would just tell anybody. Econ- I mean, you know, I, 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 I see them as not only economic saboteurs and traitors. I think to a certain extent, they're economic terrorists. And I know that's bold. No question. That's exactly how I Blair feel. Larry Fink is a bad guy. Yeah, he's a Fink. Ah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> In the meantime, I like Twitter. Not because of any other reason. I like a guy who understands the principles and understands how important it is. And even if you're going to go broke at an 
unbelievable amount of money, it's worth it to protect the system that made you rich in the first place. And I think that Elon Musk has a card up his sleeve. And I'm going to tell you what I think, and I want your opinion on it. I think as the founder of PayPal, he's going to monetize Twitter and turn it into an app in which you can use as a, as a wallet for currency, for investing, and for everything else. And mm-hmm. if he does that, I think everybody who is not part of the mafia, not in on the scam of government, should support him wholeheartedly. And through mm-hmm. that, maybe alternatively, create some policies. Because if that 40%, if that 20%, if 10% stick up for the principles of, of property rights and propertyism called capitalism, you can say mm-hmm. it. What do you think? I agree. I Someone said made the comment that, you know, he's buying Twitter for reasons you're probably totally unaware of. You know, the guy's obviously brilliant. I'm hoping... You know, I'm hoping you're always cautious with the way we just keep getting beaten up and we always have these people we hope will do it. But I, I agree with what you're saying. I think he's going to do some things we are totally unaware of, and he may actually be somewhat of a savior to this. some of this stuff, I hope. Again, my, I'm, we'll see what happens. Come up with a Tesla with dollar saying. anchored in Tesla stock, anchored in, in, in uh, uh, minerals, in, in oil, in precious mm-hmm. metals. I'd buy some of that, brother. Yep, yep. So, like, I agree with what you said earlier, too. And that's another thing for some people to consider for some of their capital and some real assets and holding that, too, as well. Yeah. So, I'm just waiting for him to unfreeze my account. Can't believe I got frozen. <laughs> On the morning of January 6th, right. and all I did was make fun of that Lesnick, the guy who looks like Boris Karloff, on Channel 9. Uh-huh. That's all I did, make fun of him. And it's stupid bow tie. And then, and one thing I never make fun of is the Alpha Wealth Group. I listen to it on Saturday mornings. I love what you do there. I think it's essential people hear it and check out alphawealthgroup.com. In the meantime, Tom, I think it's important guys with principles stick together. That's why I love this station. I love the advertisers. Me, you, Hockberg, Leahy. These are guys that are fighting for the right thing. So I want to thank you for supporting this station and being a part of the solution instead of the problem. Oh, Thank you for all you do as well. You're a great voice out there. I appreciate it. Tom Fortina, Tino, Alpha Wealth Group, I appreciate you coming on. All right. Take care, Sean. Bye. Bye. Take your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Wear your mask, take your pills, now a whole generation rock mentally ill. Did you ever hear a song Low Life before? You gotta hear Low Life. Very fun. Apple roared into the, the TV game with a morning show. A superb drama, yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing, made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, See, but that's the political whore. That's the neo-fascist, the neo-communist, the Democrat. They partake in that. I have to tell you, I bought a new phone recently, and I toyed with the idea of an Apple. My family all have Apple phones. I did not buy an Apple. I have a MacBook. I will not have a MacBook next week. My family will not have Apple phones next week. You take your money, and that's what you do when you disagree with a company that supports communism. That's where I draw the line. 
communism, socialism, fascism. And they can only do this because they don't believe in those ideologies. They like the corruption in them. That's why they always give money to Democrats. They're very similar to communists. They're just a little better dressed. Jim, South Elgin. Hey, man, how are you? Good show. Thank you. Um, It's been uh, reported that uh, the European Union is threatening uh, Twitter uh, to ban them unless they go back to, like, moderating content. You always know who you're talking to, and I say this not talking to you, but in general, and I've practiced this my whole life. When they use socialist, totalitarian slave trade companies, countries, as an example, the European Union has a system in place of collectivism where the government is the slave master and the citizens are the slaves. And yet, you'll always hear a Democrat refer to the European way of doing things without the understanding of what it's like to be a slave in the European countries. And if they think it's so great, let the European Union do that. Do you know why it's called the European Union now? Because they couldn't sustain themselves as individual countries with individual currencies. And the European Union exists on maybe two possibly three countries that aren't bankrupt to sustain all the greases made up in it. Corrupt, totalitarian hellholes with nice beaches. In the meantime, I don't give a rip what those inbred morons in the European Union do. You might as well quote to me what uh, they do in Saudi Arabia, aside from marry their first cousins. I've stopped taking examples <laughs> from scumbags who are liars. Thank you very much, Jim in South Elgin. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. AM 560, The Answer. You know, the Democrat mafia was very upset with the former Democrat, Donald Trump, who employed many Democrats, bribed many Democrat politicians for decades when they loved them. They got very mad. When he said, I could shoot somebody in Times Square and not lose a vote. When the reality is, that fits every Democrat whore politician that's ever been. Joe Biden is arguably the most incompetent, provably the most mentally ill, unfit president this country's ever had. But he's also the most economic illiterate president this country's ever had. He's the only one who got a job right out of college. Never had a decent job where he did an honest day's work in his miserable life. Yet somehow people care what he says about the economy or his team made up of children, socialists, neo-Marxists and communists. Our economic team continues to believe that thanks to uh, the president's economic team uh, and his economic plan, we can bring inflation down without giving up the historic gains. His economic plan is a pay-to-play scheme that would make old man daily blush, let alone the dimwit son, who's drunk right now at Stray uh, Dog Cafe. So I'll say this. The president has been very clear, you know, as you know, the president has been very clear, very clear, very, very clear. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. He's been very clear. There's going to be another pandemic. The president is doing what the president is. Your, the president is. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. These are items that the president has been very clear on. End of quote. Repeat the line. And so the president has been very clear. The president has been very clear. I was going to put him uh, foot, foot, 
Excuse me. The president has been very clear. Like a billion, two hundred million. Seven hundred seven 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 thirty-seven thousand seven seven thirty seven hundred thirty. Very very clear. All you got to do is look what is being played on played the, 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 this morning. Look, the president has been very clear. But is he going to specify exactly? No, but he has. The best way to get something done, if you if you hold near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway. Who gives a rip what this wrinkled-ass old whore thinks about anything? Who gives a rip? Just pay off your union labor mafia and shut your mouth. Go to bed. It's seepy time. Chuck or Dave? Sean, how you doing? Uh, great show, as always. Miss you for a while. Oh, thank you. Uh, four things I want to touch on. Number one, you know, I drive across the country, cover a lot of ground. I do a lot of night driving. Every night, uh, I would say maybe every other night, whether it be a pilot flying J or Loves, there's always a tour bus or one or two or three, and they're always filled to the brink with uh, Latin American uh, men. Yeah. Well, they're refugees, uh, the ones that don't work for the Sinaloa cartel. If you and yeah, I were fortunate to be born in Venezuela under the corrupt despotism of that scumbag with the porn mustache, we'd flee too. So I'm sympathetic to those people. The ones that work for the Sinaloa cartel, they're the Democrats' favorite, but uh, it's a predicament. There's no question about it. And uh, two other things. Three, I was uh, had some home time. I went into Verizon. I have an iPhone. I've always had an iPhone. I went in. I looked. Uh, I didn't buy. Uh, I thought long and hard about what my purchase should be. I get up this morning and see, you know, the new news of supporting communist China, and I'm glad I didn't purchase. Uh, it's kind of a moral gut check. I'll be thinking that. Like Number it. three. Did you know that Tesla has a phone? You know, I heard a bunch of people say, oh, Elon Musk should come up with a phone. He did. Tesla has a phone. And ironically, my, my phone for the uh, real estate company was swept away in Ian. I haven't replaced it because I really don't care. Most people that are important have my other phone. But I am going to go tomorrow to Verizon, and I'm going to buy the Tesla phone if it's offered there. If not, I'll order it on Amazon. But go ahead. I didn't see it, but I'll, I would like to look into that. On the Tesla note and Musk, if he did monetize Twitter and have a currency that was backed by oil and precious minerals, I think that would be great. Yeah. That is into, oh. and I think would shake things up. Um, and the fourth thing is, is that next time I have home time, don't be mad at me, but Sherry and I do want to go to Tom's for that old school feel. But right. the next night, I'm going to go to Carmine's. So. Yeah. Well, you come to the cigar <laughs> store. We'll give you a discount. First one, I give a discount. Second one, I charge double. Thank you very much, Trucker Dave. All right, Appreciate buddy. it very much. Tom Steak. I used to go to Tom's Steakhouse constantly. I make fun of it because uh, I can still see those old gangsters sitting on stools pretending to be contractors. I got a giant snow removal at O'Hare. And they're putting all these new regulations, their new rules to prevent any uh, methane leaks here at home. But yet we're, all, we're allowing them to drill and continue uh, to process oil down in Venezuela. How do you feel about that? It's more rules for us. And See, the problem is with the question. What do you mean we're permitting them? I don't, I don't like the sound of that. We're also occupying Syrian oil fields, and nobody wants to give an explanation of that. But what I want to know is... It's not about letting countries do things. They're countries. Do it. It's whether you decide to exchange or enrich those countries rather than enrich your own companies. 
See, this is what I like to call a seditious conspiracy. Only it's not practiced by some guy with an eye patch. Seditious conspiracy is the platform of the Democrat mafia. They've managed to conspire and prove sedition to destroy the American economy, American principles, American fundamentals, and forever change the trajectory of this nation to where we keep going deeper and deeper into the Chicago way of corruption. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. AM 560, The Answer. Oh, now you're talking. Was it the girl from Fleetwood Mac that died today? Oh, sad. Did you ever hear that song, Wild Horses? No? What do you mean, no? kidding me? It's the best song. I, I, it's one of my favorites. I didn't realize she was 80 years old. Time is the enemy of all men. 80 years ago, none of this nonsense would be tolerated. None of it. There were people in this country that appreciated the principles of it. Now it's been undermined by the Democrat mafia whose platform is seditious conspiracy. Let's talk about the Defense Department's annual report, because it is uh, saying that Biden's fumbled withdrawal from Afghanistan was a propaganda gift to China. Do you agree with that? No, I do. No, it was a propaganda gift to the American Democrat mafia, the war machine, that now enriches a country whose oligarchs bribed Joe Biden from the time he was vice president to the time he usurped the office. Propaganda is interesting. It's the only thing this Democrat mafia has. Not, uh, and I don't know that uh, that's the Pentagon's assessment that it was a propaganda gift uh, to, to China. If anything, uh, nations like China and Russia took a look at what we did in Afghanistan, and we've talked about this many, many times over the last year, uh, and, I, and had to marvel uh, at the speed, the efficiency, and the effectiveness uh, that oh, a very please. small number, a very small number of troops. Brian, you listen to me now. Hear me out. A small number of troops were able to move that many Afghans safely out of that country. Uh, no other nation in the world can do that. Add up the money, the lives of what we spent in Afghanistan, then tell me what good it was. As the terrorist organization now is the government there. And that is to thank one politician who was consistent through all of that. Diapers Biden. The good news is he doesn't remember it, this stupid son of a dog that he is. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Was he actually trying to flip the Afghanistan thing as a positive? Is that the best? That's amazing. That's propaganda. Talk that's, about that's outrageous. A, talk about polishing a, a, a turd. It's unbelievable. Well, hey, that's I what the Illinois, the Illinois, uh, uh, what's her name, Wang, Wang, with the no lip, she would sue him for that. I almost like that. I hope they pass that law in that sewer of corruption. Go ahead. Hey, couple things. First of all, do you have a mirror in the studio? Because you keep playing with your hair. I think. No, I'm just. There's less of it to play with. I'm still. It's an old habit. I'm tired. I've been up since three thirty in the morning. Okay, all right. Well, I'm sure you're planning on how you can motivate people to get involved in the GOP and build it up from the bottom up to inside out. Yeah. Plus, I got this new thing. You run it over your head. It's like a cheese grater, and it's supposed to stimulate hair growth. So I'm doing that all the time. Love that. Because I'm going to keep, I'm not going to give in the chemicals or anything. I'm just going to go bald gracefully the way Lori Lightfoot wishes she could, that pretend (laughs) man that she is. Thank you very much, Kevin in Austin, Texas. Bill LaSalle County, we got about 20 seconds, kid. Wait, uh, when is the Republicans going to hand Biden a, a victory? Why don't they all just vote present in the, in the House and the Senate 
and force him to use his gas partly act. Because much like the Irish meathead Durkins, they're only Republicans to get in on the scam. That's why. They want some of that China money, too. Right, Mitch McConnell? There you go. His wife should be named Wang. I'll be back in 21 hours. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 